Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg and this is my podcast, Better Than Yesterday, a podcast that just hopefully helps you make today a bit better than yesterday. Something you hear will today make you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, that makes sense, hopefully. Um, Monday's show's always got a guest and Friday's show is usually me just checking in with you, having a chat, letting you know what's going on. It's been a big week here at the ranch. We've been in um, full trying to make the house a little more what we need it mode. And to be honest, there's, 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 we, we bought a house that is, is quite old. It's a Federation era home. And um, the back of it, though, is this time warp 1983, from what we can gather, home reno job. Honestly, there's, there's parts of it where we just... We, there's a book by Benjamin Zander called The Art of Possibility, which I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend. But he brought up a concept of just when something is befuddling you or something's broken or something doesn't go your way, just throw your hands in the air and go, how fascinating. Like, oh, there's a kitchen cupboard that is too narrow to store a dinner plate. How fascinating. How did you live like that? The bathroom door is flush to the floor, so you can't actually have a bath mat inside the bathroom. How fascinating. You know, it's, 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 you know, that's the only thing you can do. Or you can get angry and resentful and then just be with anger and resentment, which in my experience isn't great. <laughs> hey, I hope you're good. I hope you're good this week. I hope whatever it is you're doing is okay. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. Oh, my goodness. If you're listening to this in 10 years from now, you know what happened in the summer of 1920 and we're in the middle of it. And um, I looked to the ridge line out our dining room today across the hill and I could see the houses over there clearly for the first time since we moved in in December it had just been so normalised to have that much smoke 
and we are 80 kilometres from the nearest fire. Yeah. The complete confounding, daft, completely like hair pulling out numbness in my brain of of all of our brains, actually, of, of watching elected members of parliament in Australia go on television and say, no, it's not climate change. Shit, man. I think it's on. I said a couple of weeks ago, if this is the summer that has that is happening, where we then, as a nation, go, you know what? No. No. I hope it's the least we can do to, you know, in the memory of the people that have died so far in these fires, which have been absolutely horrific, utterly, utterly horrific. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. I hope you're okay. I hope you're being with it. I talked a lot last week about hydrogen. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. You're probably wondering what the hell this is. You'll figure it out. You may want to go back a few episodes, maybe Google up why I talk about climate change a lot. I talked about hydrogen last week. I was waiting for that to happen. That was my soundproofing in my bodgy new pod cave that I had put up uh, to try and baffle some of the noise that's happening from the outside world. And I guess a window opened or closed or something and um, it just fell on my head and it kind of hurt. Kind of stung, got me on the shoulder. But I'm okay. Is it more echoey now? Anyway, I'm not going to get up and fix it. Wow, that was a shock. But not unexpected. I'm not going to lie. Not unexpected. Anyway, shake it off, Ginsburg. Be like Taylor Swift. I do like Taylor Swift. Do you know who I really like? I really like Lizzo. I'm listening to a lot of Lizzo as I ride my scooter around. I asked last week, we talked a lot about hydrogen last week, and I was saying I'm pretty sure I couldn't remember what got created when hydrogen burned. And I was in the middle of a bit of a rant, so I didn't quite get it right. Thankfully, Luke Collins has been kind enough to email me. Thanks, Luke. It's a pretty simple website called sciencing.com. What's created when hydrogen burns? Well, here it is directly from sciencing.com. The most common substance resulting from hydrogen combustion is water. The hydrogen atoms mix with the oxygen atoms and create the essential H2O formula, resulting in a light residue of water that may escape as water vapour or condense on surfaces near where the hydrogen is burned. Of course, air is only partly oxygen, and there are other elements in the atmosphere, most notably hydrogen. When hydrogen burns, it also burns the nitrogen and can release various oxides of nitrogen into the air. But importantly, oxides of nitrogen are dangerous particles that can help create acid rain and take part in other destructive cycles, but pure hydrogen is still heralded as a clean fuel, primarily because... The amount of oxides it creates is minimal compared to that of fossil fuels, and hydrogen's main byproduct, water, is harmless. The most difficult steps in tapping hydrogen as a fuel are finding it in its pure form and using the energy it provides efficiently. Many scientific processes are employed to extract pure hydrogen from the various substances it has bonded with on Earth. Luke, thank you so much for that. Now we know. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This one came in from Maisie who wrote a great email in saying, I hope your loved ones are safe from the fires. I'm aware it might be a stretch. My sister lives in Gippsland. One of her friends has created a website that supports the small local businesses in the area. They'd love it uh, for a bit. If you give us a bit of a shout out, it's a very specific page in a very specific area, but I've talked a lot about this show on this show is that like, you and I don't know how to fight fires. If we showed up at the fire front, we'd just be getting in the way. What can we do? We can help those people who are helping. Uh, Red Cross, FRRR.org.au, the Foundation for Rural and Regional uh, Renewal, also the RFS in your area. That's where we can make a difference. And this website is a cracker. It's my shout.com.au. I certainly hope they expand outside of the East Gippsland area because it's a brilliant idea. It's basically I buy a cup of coffee and then when someone tomorrow comes in and asks for a cup of coffee, they get a cup of coffee for free. That's it. There's also rad stuff on there like, I don't know, dance classes, like a full year of dance classes. If someone's got their house burned down, they, they've got nothing and they, their kids still need to – I've got a daughter that loves dancing. I can't tell you how many times I've done the dance run. Three times, four times a week should be at that dance school. It's a big deal if your kid can't go to dance class, if you can't afford it anymore. So yeah, you can do things like that. Um, so if I, I, sp- I picked one particular spot and I really hope you go. If you go to the Nowa Nowa Bar and Bistro in Nowa Nowa, if you go there, there's a, there's a breakfast, there's a lunch, there's cups of coffee, there's a muffin and a coffee. There's coffee and a, and a muffin for two. Uh, there's a couple of coffees on there. It's my shout. So go along if you're in the area and you need – there's a pizza. There's a large pizza. I don't even eat pizza, but you can. So I bought a bunch of stuff there, and I would encourage you to do that as well. It's myshout.com.au. So someone who's in that area who's been traumatically affected by bushfire, who's you know probably lost a lot and is undergoing a lot of stress – it's just it's just a cup of coffee, but it lets that person know that other people in the country are thinking of them and are with them and they're not alone. And um, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to, to, to pop along. Thank you very much for the, the, the podsy situation, a photo of where you're listening. I just take a photo of what you're looking at while you're listening right now. We talked about the foot out poop last week. I don't know if any of you have tried it. I haven't given it a run yet, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm working up the courage. We have our routines, don't we? But I'll I'll figure it out. Katie sent a beautiful picture listening to your podcast from a train somewhere between Oslo and Bergen in Norway and looks like a proper scene out of Game of Thrones out the window. It looks like we're going to go and find Jon Snow on the other side looking to find the free folk, you know, and make love in a cave with a woman that tells us we know nothing. It's going back a couple of seasons, but you know what I mean. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for listening, Katie. And uh, this one came in. It's a, it's a bit of a hectic one. Glenn from Melbourne has sent some photographs in. I uh, love the podcast. Listening to your latest check-in, thought I'd send you a pic of our New Year's celebrations. We were in Naruma, a small town north of Bega on the south coast of New South Wales, where we were evacuated from our campsite due to the fire that ripped through Cobargo, 20k south. My family spent the night in the fire refuge centre. I wanted to say the Salvation Army, Red Cross, RFS and the many, many volunteers who were there providing food, water, shelter, first aid and pretty much whatever anyone needed were simply amazing. The work those people are doing there now is unbelievable. We managed to get out into Canberra on New Year's Day and we're now back home safe in Melbourne. There's a couple of pictures and, you know, one of them is it, it's a, you know, it looks like a, a school gym, just beds all over the floor. I don't know, there's got to be 80 people. 90 people just lying around on the floor in groups of family groups on mattresses. And um, there's a, a photograph taken and it's it's 10.45am. The sky is dark with a glow of red on the above the tree line. That's terrifying. Oh, my gosh. And then he's taken a photo of his kids asleep against the wall of this gym, his wife and kids asleep against the wall of this gym. And they're just little kids on holiday, man. They were all their stuff in Coles bags. No blankets. I guess it's summer. There's a little soft toy next to the little girl. Kids got dirty feet. Were they sleeping on the floor in this refuge? On the kind of interlocking kung fu mats sort of thing. And oh my God, there's a kid's storybook at his feet. Pooh and the dragon. He read Winnie the Pooh and the Dragon to his kids in a fire refuge centre as a bedtime story. Holy shit. Glenn, thank you for sharing that. Thanks for listening to the show. That's, uh... I don't know about you, Glenn, but I'm not okay with that as a, f a thing that's fine for us to expect people in our country to live with or to go ahead and do on a regular basis oh there you go the sound baffles down so you can hear frank again thanks frank proving a point yeah i got you buddy i'm not okay with that i don't give a shit i don't give a shit what various members of parliament who tend to believe facebook memes is truth but that's not something that i would expect that man who went on television i'm not even going to say his name that man who went on television trying to say that this is anyone that goes on TV this week and tries to tell you that it's the Greens or it's not climate change has been manipulated by some sort of weird Facebook bot troll army that is just spreading all kinds of misinformation, proper propaganda that this isn't climate change. That is utter bullshit. And as far as I'm concerned, that is not okay with me. And that man would not want his family doing that. He would not want to read his children a goddamn bedtime story on the floor of a refuge centre that they've had to evacuate from a fire from. No. No. Don't vote for people like that. Just don't vote for them. I don't care. Tell people that you know and you love who like to vote for people like that. No. Um, I think my favourite one, and I've got a fair bit of this on Instagram, Haley, who looks after my Instagram, you know, gives me, keeps me abreast of all the comments and stuff. I've got a fair bit of this. People trying to, can, you know, tell me that it was the Greens' fault. I think the Greens have one member 
in inner city Melbourne. How in the fuck are they able to change policy in rural areas, which are largely liberal national areas? No. Use your brains. Don't read a meme and then accept it to be true. Use your brain, dude. You've got to be kidding me. No. Just no. Don't accept it. This is our country. We deserve better. Expect more. Expect more from our leaders. The government wanted to give $4.4 billion to Adani, the coal mining company. You know, they can give that to fight, you know, climate, to, you know, do some climate adaption. All right. Build some seawalls. Stoke up the RFS. Build some proper fire defences. That's what they can do, as far as I'm concerned. I did want to thank you very much for leaving a review of the show. It really, really helps us here at the show if you do leave a review or recommend the show to someone leave a rating leave a review on the itunes store that's the most important thing you can do for us um that and just tell another person about the show that's the best thing you can possibly do thanks heaps for jade who wrote that uh, she's slow off the mark to start listening but now that she has she's hooked your honesty, compassion, and candidness is a joy to listen to every episode. I've listened to it. It's left me feeling uplifted and positive and inspired to make today better than yesterday. Thank you. You engage with your guests in such a respective and open way. I just listened to the episode with Tanya Hennessy, whom I love, and it was the perfect way to start my day slash year. Thank you. And I thank you, Jade. Thank you very much. I can hear dogs approaching. I think they're going to come and chill on the couch downstairs. We'll see if they arrive. If they are downstairs and they hear something, it's going to bark, kind of blow out this kind of close mic, whispery situation I'm trying to work on here. Even though the sound baffles that fell on my head and they're lying on the floor. But the delightful breeze that pushed them over is quite nice on the back of my head. Quite a price to pay. My head doesn't hurt anymore. My shoulder stings a bit, but that's okay. Hey, good dogs. How are you, dogs? You good? What are you doing, Lilo? What are you doing, Frank? Just having a sniff. Okay. Oh, Wolfgang's awake. I can hear him upstairs. So I started to think about it. I've got another idea that'll help to make today better than yesterday. I've been thinking about this stuff a lot. Isn't it wild? Like once you start thinking about stuff, your brain just kind of kicks off. I've got another idea about trying to make today a bit better than yesterday. Most of the things I like to try and think of are, you know, I don't want to build a water slide from Brisbane to Sydney as a way of, you know, subverting the airline industry. You know, I'm just trying to think of like, how can you tweak already existing things just under the slightest bit and then change it for the betterment of the whole community? Everyone that votes for everybody gets the benefit of it. So how's this one? <laughs> What's the Tom's shoes of gambling? All right. You watch the TV tonight. You count how many gambling ads you see. Oh, my God, we're a country that is, we are addicted. We have a gambling addiction as a nation. Lotto, horses, pokies, footy, tennis, Irish hurling. I've even bet on Scandinavian curling competitions to try and push a multi over the edge. Yeah, I don't have those apps on my phone anymore. You can probably get that. So... If we're going to gamble, if we're going to gamble anyway, fuck it. Let's create a gambling company or someone. You can do this. Go ahead. Do this. You have this. Mark, just, you know, put me on as an advisor and give me a couple percentage points. All right. You make a gambling app like, you know, Ladbroke, Sportsbet, Ned's, 
whatever it is, William Hill, whoever, you make it as a not-for-profit essentially. So, you, you, you know, you pay industry rate for all your staff, uh, you know, proper CEO money, proper, you know, staff money, you pay your engineers what they're worth. But every cent of profit above that that doesn't cover your expenses goes into, I don't know, bushfire relief or, you know, re- rehabilitating koalas or um, <laughs> cleaning up ocean fronts or, you know, you know, obviously providing addiction, <laughs> addiction recovery treatment. Just vast, vast, vast. Can you imagine the amount of money? Like, say, if you're going to bet on the Melbourne Cup, right, and you feel a bit funny about what they do to horses after they finish horse racing, what if the gambling company said, for every dollar you lose on this? Yeah, I know, guys. They are into it too. You know, if you bet 10 bucks and you lose, that 10 bucks goes directly to making sure that every horse that ran in the Melbourne Cup this year gets to live out its life in a pasture somewhere. Every racehorse that is racing in this race today, if it hurts itself or if it, you know, doesn't do a good job, it's going to go off and just have a great life somewhere and it'll die a natural death watching a sunset somewhere and it won't be, you know, it won't be destroyed. Would you do it? You know, if you can't get over the line so much to not gamble, would you rather gamble with that company that does the good things with your losses? You know, I would. If I'm going to gamble on the state of origin, for example, and uh, I lose my money, I'd be kind of happier that my money went to, I don't know, the, the foundation for crikey. I don't know. Yeah, bushfire relief, for sure. You know, for every dollar you lose on this gambling situation, for every dollar you pour into Queen of the Nile that you don't get back, 100% of that, once we've covered our costs, 100% of that goes to rehabilitating platypus, uh, helping, you know, the people of Lake's Entrance stay where they are, helping the people of now and hour not feel that they're, they can't live there anymore, you know, help that community stay together, you know, making sure that rebuilding efforts support those people so they may be staying with friends or family or relatives in major capital cities that this money helps them actually go back and create that community because our country, we're like a cake really. We're like a big fruit cake. The big fruit cake, it looks big on the outside, but it doesn't taste great. It's not all great unless that one particular current is in that one particular combination of bite that you take from that slice that's the six o'clock to seven o'clock slice, right? You know, that town of now and now is that special current in that special slice, all right? That current at this point may have gone off to Adelaide or up to Sydney or over to Canberra, go and live with family, but that cake won't taste the same if someone then gets that bite and doesn't get that. You know what I mean? These tiny, these small towns, these towns that have been so devastated by bushfires, we may not think of it, they are what make our nation our nation. And we need to protect those communities and protect those families just as much. And we've got to help those people feel like they can stay and feel make them feel safe. It's so important. It's so important. So, yeah, that's my vibe. That's my idea to help make today better than yesterday. That's my idea for today. A gambling app that says, right, you're going to gamble anyway. We're going to use your gambling, going to use your losses for the greater good, all of them not just a percentage of them. And the ads will be like, bet on the state of origin and lose everything rather than at halftime you can tap out and save your money. It's like, nah, put 100 bucks on. 
it's essentially it's like giving a charity. It's like put a hundred bucks on. If you win, we'll pay you back. You get your one to one, or you get your odds, whatever you got. If you lose, don't worry. The money's not going to you know go to some billionaire somewhere. The money's going to make sure a platypus has a string to live in. Damn, I would use that. I reckon there's something to get. Could you imagine if that's the gambling ad? Let's do that. Someone go ahead and do that. Speaking of relocating communities, what are you doing down there, Frank? You're just having a bit of an explore, are you? What are you doing, Lilo? Ah, oh, right. Lilo's got a little thing. She's chewing on a thing. Frank, what are you chewing on? What have you found? I don't worry about, you know, when I find you. Don't, don't lick what's down there. That's bad. Get out. Go on. Oh, my dogs are weird. We've come to the conclusion that Frank, as cute as he is, he's not very smart. He's just not very smart. It makes me sad. Lilo's a quick, quick thinking young lady, but Frank, not very clever. I know, but you are cute, so that's good. All right, buddy, I'll be up in a minute. Speaking of relocating communities, Monday's guest is really something I am incredibly proud of. I'm proud to bring you the conversation and I'm proud that I'm able to have the conversation. It's a landmark moment for me to be able to have this conversation. I'll tell you more about that on Monday. But it's also a very, very, very important conversation to have, particularly in the aftermath of these devastating fires that will continue, unfortunately, for months. Um, We talk about, well, basically... In 2011, if you remember, I I was living overseas at the time, but it it made news in America. In 2011, there was a devastating flood near Toowoomba in Queensland and an inland tsunami essentially destroyed the town of Grantham where a wall of water came through the town, a flash flood occurred and a wall of water came through a town that was so powerful it knocked over prime movers, put them on their sides. It destroyed a railway bridge. You think about the size of a bulldozer you would need to push over a railway bridge. That's the power the water had, right? Many people died. A community was completely destroyed. The Lord Mayor, the Mayor of the Lockyer Valley, stood there in front of these people, these grieving, shaking people who were too afraid to go to sleep at night if they, felt, they heard the rain because, you know, they were worried that it would happen again. And he said, I'm going to keep you safe and I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to disappear. You're important. This community is important. I'm going to keep you safe and we're all going to move. I'm going to move every one of you to a safe ground. And they did. And they relocated the entire town of Grantham. And now it still exists. Grantham exists. It's just in a different place. The same people. It's an incredible story. Jamie Simmons is the architect, one of the architects of moving the town of Grantham. And his model of keeping a community together as it moves away from danger is now basically being looked at as the model for the managed retreat strategy that we will, as a world, have to employ in the coming years as the sea levels rise. Not if, as. You see why it was a big conversation for me to have? We did an hour and a half. It's a a great conversation. It's a conversation that actually involves a lot of hope which I wasn't expecting. And I'll tell you more about this on Monday, but when I was really, really sick, all I saw was the fires, the floods, and then oblivion. I wasn't able to see what happened next. 
We've got the fires, the floods are happening, and then more on the way. And Jamie's here to talk to us about the what happens next. And you know what? We have a chance to make sure that it's actually okay. It's a very important conversation, and I really, really can't wait to bring it to you. Look after yourselves this week. I better go upstairs. My in-laws are in town, so there's proper full tilt Fijian dial going on upstairs. And if you've never had a dial, you get into a dial. We make it in the pressure cooker, and it's incredible. Dude, last night, dial involved eggplant and tomato, and there's so many flavors. It was just the best. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any questions, send us your email at gmail.com. That's how you get in touch with me. Thank you so much for listening. Until we talk on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.